you're listening to our show right now, and we love you for that. Be sure to subscribe and kindly leave a five-star review to show your support. Honoring those trailblazers who preceded us is just as important as leaving a legacy for those who will follow us. Greekly Speaking is about highlighting Greeks today who are creating positive change for tomorrow. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Hi, welcome to Greekly Speaking. I'm Eric Tucker, and joining me for this episode is Dr. Amina Gilliard James of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. Dr. James was initiated in the Mu Eta chapter of Zeta Phi Beta in 2005 at Penn State. She's a serial entrepreneur who, with her husband Norlin, has poured over 18 years of real estate experience into a wonderful business venture called Chronicle Lodging and Events. Dr. James, thank you for joining us on Greekly Speaking. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Eric. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, it is my pleasure. We are looking forward to learning about all the exciting things you have going on. I had a chance to check out your website and your business profile on the D9 business directory. And I said, I had to reach out to this young lady and see where did this inspiration come from? So, hey, it's still pandemic season, but (laughs) we trust everything is going well on your side of that map. But first of all, hey, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from originally? First of all, I wish everyone well out there. It has been a rough year. It definitely is still pandemic season. So I hope everyone and you're doing well too, Eric. So originally I am from Queens, New York. So I am a New York girl, but I moved around quite a bit for my father's profession. He is a university professor. So I've done time in upstate New York and in Pennsylvania before going to Penn State. And so (laughs) by done time, we mean that you've lived there, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I still rep rep New York, Queens. That's where my sister lives. All my siblings still live in the New York area, except for one. Yes, by done time, I mean that I did some years there. So I did uh, basically middle school in upstate New York and high school in Pennsylvania. Okay, I just want to clarify for the listeners because you did use the, the <laughs> no, words done time and pen. We, we love it. So did you have any Greek influences in your life coming up? So neither one of my parents are Greek. I had an aunt, a great aunt, really. Uh, my grandmother's kind of play sister. She was a Zeta. We would go to her house and she had blue and white stuff everywhere. As I got into high school, because I went to high school in the same town as Penn State on main campus, I would now, I'm old now, so I can say this, but I would be a high schooler going to all these college parties and I would people and see them strolling and all this. And also I have a sister who's about five years older than me and she was at Penn State and she was in an auxiliary actually. So she was always around a lot of Greek people. So it was really like around that high school age that I really started getting the Greek influences and especially Zeta. So once you landed on the campus, I mean, was there anything in particular that attracted you to that chapter? It was the organization first. I was really drawn to this idea of finer womanhood. You know, all of the D9 sororities have similar principles, but that's the one that really stood out to me about Zeta. And then getting to know the woman, there was especially one named Siobhan and not, not my line sister, Siobhan, there was a different Siobhan. And, 
you know, we kind of looked alike and I would just look at her and I just thought she was so classy and I wanted to be like that. When you first get to university, you're really impressionable. So I really was trying to align myself with a group that I saw as the classy woman on campus. Well, you know, when you see someone and you say, oh, they look like me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I think that's that's pretty cool. But, but we know you're talking more than just appearance. Really the whole chapter, the way they carried themselves, they were really into academics, very into doing well in school and also being involved in the community. So yeah, it just kind of all came together for me. Okay. So how many young ladies crossed with you? Me and one other. <laughs> me and one other. Is that the name so, of the line? <laughs> no, we, we are called Once in a Blue Moon and it's me and my line sister, Siobhan. So yeah, it was just us two. Well, hey, sometimes it only takes two, right? So, and, and so what was your line name? So my... <laughs> You're going to laugh at this, Eric, but my line name was actually CEO, and it stands for Confidently Exceeding Obstacles, because I've always carried myself like a little boss. You know, my parents laughed because I would go to kindergarten with like a briefcase instead of a backpack, and in high school, I would like have my mom like buy out express and wear like suits to school and everything, Um, and this is in high school. So when I was going through initiation, it became clear that I was someone who like was really about handling my business. So I was named CEO. It's amazing how these line names end up matching Mm -hmm. later in life. Because when I look at your website and everything, I'm like, oh man, this is a major pair of bosses behind this. So what types of community service projects was your chapter known for at Penn State? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I miss it so much, Eric. It, It seems like forever ago now since I came into the chapter Uh, It'll be 16 years in November, but our major program that we were known for, of course, we had our Finer Womanhood Week, as we did every, every February, every year, but we were known for the Mr. Black Penn State pageant. And there was just this huge event that we put on for campus. And it it was pretty much a compliment to Omega Sci-Fi's Miss Black Penn State pageant. So I believe they started theirs first. And then we were like, wait, you know, there should be one for the fellas too. So a long time ago, we're talking maybe more than 30 years, this pageant was started on Penn State's campus. And I actually, it was, that was one of the last things I did before COVID hit. I traveled up to Penn State at the end of last February, 2020, and went to the Mr. Black Penn State pageant. It was still going strong, still a wonderful turnout. And then unfortunately, you know, the shutdown happened, but I'm glad that was one of my last social events before all that happened. You know, after hearing that, the Mu Ada chapters, Ada Phi Beta, is one of my favorite chapters of all time. <laughs> you have to be a bold set of, of women to say, hey, look, hey, we're going to level this out. I, I love that. I love that. Because mm-hmm. you got to think outside the box, yeah. you know, when fundraising and addressing the initiatives that you have. And, yep. and that's, that's what I love. But that's part of that creative process that the CEO brings to the table, right? So Yeah. And Mr. Black Penn State really... It's a scholarship pageant and was really designed to highlight the talents and the academics of Black men in the Penn State community. That's awesome. So how would you describe your Greek journey? What what impacts would you say Zeta Phi Beta has had on your life? Oh, man, I don't even know how to put it into words. You know, I have three sisters, so I, I can't say like I joined a sorority to necessarily for the sisterhood. 
but I definitely joined it for the fellowship. And, you know, I've been given a lot of that over the last 15 years, a lot of career help at, at one point. And still, I was interested in getting involved in politics. I've received a lot of help in that regard as far as training and mentoring and networking. Currently, I have to shout out my current chapter, Tau Delta Zeta, based in PG County. Uh, through that, I have just met so many incredible women in the D.C. area, in PG County to be exact, and just get so much great advice. And, you know, being part of a sorority, especially a grad chapter, it really gives you another avenue to, like, work on your skills and your professionalism. Because, you know, grad chapters run like businesses. I'm sure I don't have to tell you. So it's just another way to really hone your business skills. Um, another large network to be a part of. So I've been really blessed in this Greek journey so far. You know, that observation is so on point. I'm like, man, my chapter brothers are holding me to levels of accountability and accuracy that I have not been held to with previous employers. And mm -hmm. so it, it really betters you in, 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 in many of these fields, right? So you know, we're always talking about some of the positive aspects of Greekdom and particular, you know, D9 organizations. And that's just one of the things that I don't know if gets, you know, mentioned enough. But it's always great to see D9 members such as yourself who, hey, taking skills and, and going for it, you know, utilizing the best of both worlds, which you've learned in your professional career, um, in addition to what you uh, are gaining from your Greek affiliation, which kind of brings us to the venture that I want to learn more about with the visitchronicle.com. Tell us about that venture and what inspired you to get it kicked off. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. So the beginning of the story always seems a little strange to, to people, <laughs> but Those in, are the best kind. <laughs> in 2019, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was taking a walk with my husband and we had just come back from celebrating our birthdays in Italy. Best trip ever. I mean, I was just feeling really inspired and something hit me. So he's always been interested in real estate. He's had real estate investments for you know years and years. I've always been interested in hospitality as far as event planning and also lodging. But it's not something that I ever thought I would really make a business out of. And I was walking along and it's like, God just spoke to me and said, go into the hotel industry. And I'm the type of person that, you know, I, I'm very sensitive to the spirit. And I feel like if I'm following something I've been told, I'll get signs that I'm headed in the right direction. Like things will happen that you didn't think would happen, like positive things. So I got that, that message, if you will. And um, so I, I said it out loud because I also think like, things aren't really real until you say it out loud. So I said it out loud to my husband and he was like, okay. He had already had interest in doing like multifamilies someday, but he's like, all right, let's see where this goes. So we were working with a business broker at the time, looking into other businesses for purchase. And we mentioned to this person that we wanted to get into the hotel business. And do you know, like less than a week later, he brought a partner to us who we still work with to this day. And then from there, we just kept getting opportunity and opportunity to have these hotel partnerships. And, you know, as I learned more about the hospitality industry, particularly the lodging industry, I just got, I felt like I was in my happy place and I just got more and more motivated to learn more. And then 
you know, we decided last year towards the end of the year that this was the time to really get into the hospitality industry as far as having our own brand. During the pandemic, limited service hotels and also bed and breakfast have performed really well um, because people, especially after a few months after the initial lockdowns, people wanted to get out of the house, but they still wanted to be safe. So we kind of saw this as the perfect entry point for our business. So our first, our flagship property will be a short-term vacation rental in Hampton, Virginia, coming May 2021 in the Buck Row Beach, the Buck Row Beach area to be specific. But yeah, we're just really, really excited about it. Also, something that makes us um, different is that we are, all of our properties are named after Black history makers. And we also infuse the local history of whatever area we're in into the design and space of the property. This isn't a new idea. There are several properties throughout the country that do this. So we're just really happy to be doing it as well. You know, if you ask me, you can't have enough Black businesses that are like really Black. So, you know, we're just happy to do our part. And we're really targeting those heritage travelers, those people that want to come to the area and learn about the history of the area. And we're also targeting adventure travelers. So we're kind of, you know, hitting two birds with one stone. The Hampton area has so much rich history. You know, it's the site of um, the arrival of the first Africans um, in this country. It's our vacation rental is actually just about a five minute drive from Hampton University. It's also a five minute walk to the beach. So that's where kind of like that relaxation and adventure option comes into play. You know, I, that was my, one of the questions that I had for you, because now I'm really excited. And I know my wife and I were kind of looking at the site and, and we just saw the image. We're like, oh, where's that? You know, that is the reaction you, you need to understand. You know, she's a woman of few words, <laughs> but uh, you can easily tell when, when someone is interested in your product or service, right? Because just that one image, they see more, more of that. They, they see beyond the image, right? They see themselves there <laughs> and trying to figure out, hey, well, what else could, could we explore while we're there? And I think it's wonderful that you, you point out that connection. I mean, you're right there. You say beach, first of all, you should be mm -hmm. okay. I mean, <laughs> you know, but but the fact that you have that Hampton University, another historic, you know, milestone, put it on your bucket list, right? And what, what I love too, that is that on your site, you've got a, a a portrait of you and I think your husband with a sign, Stronger Together. That tells me, well, first of all, I'll let you describe that that mm -hmm. photo and, and what went into um, creating that shot. Sure. That story is probably a lot deeper than someone would think. I'm just looking at the photo uh, and it, it's going to get a little strange again, Eric. I'm just warning you. Um, hey, at this point, <laughs> you know, too late to turn back. So in 2018, my husband was actually stationed overseas and I had just finished uh, defending my dissertation a couple months before. I wanted to just get away. So I was on a plane to Miami to meet my sister and we were going to take a cruise to Cuba. So this is kind of like giving you the context. I'm not a good flyer. I've flown like all over the world. I've been all the way like near Russia and I flew over there by myself, but I'm just not a, like, I'll do it because I love to travel, but I'm just not a good flyer. So I'm always the person like on the, on the planes, like talking nervously and like trying to make 
you know, friends with the the people I'm sitting next to, like, hey, talk to me. Uh, so I I was sitting next to a man named um, Don, and you know, for his day job, I think he was an accountant or something like that. But through our conversation, you know, because the flight to Miami from DC is like two and a half hours, so we're having a good long conversation, and he lets me know that he's a pastor. And Eric, he just started prophesizing to me. And like I said, I'm a spirit person. So, you know, my discernment, I like to think is good at times. And he said something to me that stuck with me all these years. He said to, you know, I was telling him, you know, I'm going to meet my sister and my husband's overseas. He said, you know, take care of all your affairs. Make sure, you know, your relationships with your family are good because when your husband gets back, things are going to pick up and you know what you two what you are going to be known for in life what people are going to know you for you cannot achieve without him and god's going to bless you two um especially together because he knows that your husband will give him all the glory and eric my mouth just dropped open so when I tell you that when this idea hit me about entering the lodging industry, I just knew right away that it had to be a partnership. Like I wasn't taking no for an answer. I was, and you know, it gets, I'm sure, you know, it's not easy always working with your spouse, but I'm so motivated by like a higher power to make it work. It's like, if I'm going, you're going, that's what Pastor Don said. And I truly believe um, that that's how we're going to be successful by doing it together. You know, <laughs> you would be the perfect guest on so many different podcasts right now, just by, <laughs> by uh, calling out that truth. And I, I definitely agree with you, but I, I just really wanted to call it out for our listeners because the image there, you know, it's, you know, oftentimes you want to know, hey, tell me about the product, but also, you know, tell me about the person behind the product, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that image speaks volumes and it's right in line with um, what you're talking about with, you know, African-American, African-American heritage and the history and the trail. And, and that is an image that we don't see often enough in uh, mainstream media is what a, a, a couple, a strong black couple looks like. Mm-hmm. So uh, just just hats off to you for that particular placement. And just a couple of questions I have for you, because I, I'm, ex- I'm excited about the opportunity, you know, when things open up. So how are you guys planning to handle safety concerns as we hopefully start to see a light at the end of the pandemic tunnel? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I mentioned earlier that the smaller lodging venues have performed steadily during the pandemic because, you know, it is known that the smaller your group, you know, the safer you will be. So during the pandemic, we're actually only renting the house out to one party at a time. The house is designed as such where you can actually have multiple parties there at a time, just because the way it, it was built. But we're only allowing one family or one entourage, if you will, to rent out at a time. The guests are responsible for, you know, any protocols before they reach the property. So that that may include, you know, making sure that you and all your guests are COVID tested or you quarantine before um, coming. But once you reach the property, you know, we are limiting it to one group. So whoever you come with, that's all that's allowed to um, stay in the house for the duration of your stay. The house sleeps up to 14. We'll probably recommend 
groups of 10 or smaller for this time. But once again, that's up to the group to make sure that all those safety protocols are followed before you arrive at the property. Once on the property, of course, we're doing a deep cleansing of the property of the house each time. Um, a party leaves, you know, me and my husband, we reside in Maryland, but we have an on-site property manager and also several cleaning companies that we'll be contracting with that specialize in vacation rentals, um, Airbnbs, things like that. So they're very well-versed in the type of deep cleaning that needs to happen, especially in these times. We're also putting a lot of our planning and resources into a really nice backyard landscape because we really want to, especially during the high season, May to September, we really want to encourage people to get out and enjoy the beach and also the fresh air. So there'll be kind of this inviting environment outside the house. If you want to go out there and have, you know, in the backyard and have dinner with your guests, you can do that. Go out there and chill. You can do that. You know, someone told me there might be a jacuzzi, but I can't confirm that yet, Eric. That's just what I heard. You know, that's the current. Yeah, so we're, we're doing a few things, but we do want to encourage and really harp on the fact that, you know, as the host and as the group that's traveling there, you definitely want to take those pre-precautions, if you will. But once you get to the property, you can rest assured that everything will be sparkling clean with the latest industrial strength cleaners that we are using through our cleaning company and property manager, and that your stay will be safe. It sounds like you have put a lot of thought into all uh, the different processes that you have to keep in place to address those concerns because, you know, two things are, are, are true at this point. There's a lot of cabin fever out there, <laughs> and uh, I think the comfort level is starting to increase ever so slightly, right? So I think we will uh, get back to something close to normal at some point, and it's great to have these options now, you know, to look into and, and like I said, I'm excited for what you guys have ahead of you. And for those folks in or outside that Hampton area that want to learn more um, about the property and about your services, where would they go? Okay, before I get there, can I include one other thing, Eric? You sure can. Okay. So of course, Chron of course, Chronicle Lodging and Events is also an event planning company. So we're really encouraging folks to come to us for your special occasions, you know, Plan that couple's retreat you've been wanting to have. Have that small, safe birthday party at the beach you've been wanting to have. So you can actually email us at stay at visitchronicle.com. That's stay at visitchronicle.com. If you have a special event coming up and we'll help you plan that. Part of our mission at Chronicle Lodging and Events is really economic empowerment. We don't just want to come into the local community and collect money from rentals and leave. We want to work with local businesses. So when we help you plan those special occasions, special events, we'll actually be partnering with local Hamptonians who provide um, services to actually come in-house because we know a lot of things aren't open to full capacity or like they used to be. So we're working on that now, but we'll have some options for you. If you want to plan a special event weekend or week at the Alberta Beach House, as we're calling it. So yeah, just email us at stay at visitchronicle.com. And to that same effect, you can go to www.visitchronicle.com uh, to learn more about us and also submit a form. We're holding dates right now, uh, of course, because we're working on the interior design and getting some updated photos for you all. Once we have those, we'll be opening official reservations and that'll be coming in April. But I will tell you, Eric, July is almost all booked. So the other months are going to follow soon, I'm sure. 
So make sure you go to visitchronicle.com and hold those dates. Wow. See, that's what we're talking about. Folks are ready um, to get out and, and to start enjoying more of life as they did before. And I think at this point, even more than they did before. So again, if you're in that area and, and also it's great to hear that connection with the business community. So, I mean, and I imagine they're not just, you know, wedding receptions or anything like that, but even businesses that may want to have a business function can mm-hmm. look at that venue as well, right? Yep. Small business retreats, couples retreats, uh, birthday parties, or I should say birthday events, because we really don't want like large parties happening. But yeah, anything like that, it's just the perfect location for. And I also want to mention, even if you don't live in the Hampton area, like go ahead and road trip. We are three hours from D.C., five hours from Philly, three hours from Baltimore. It's a little further from New York, but hey, I think it would be worth the trip. Hey, that's the trip is half the trip anyway. So, exactly. you know, make that happen. And before we let you get out of here, you were telling us about a another venture that you have stemming out of blackbusiness.com. Tell us about that. Oh, yes. I was telling you about a friend of mine who was featured on blackbusiness.com. She is part of a duo called Epic Collective. And I just really wanted to shout them out because they've done a lot to educate my husband and I about the hotel industry. And they're on a mission to create more Black women and Black hotel owners. Less than 2% of uh, hotel owners in the country are Black. So they're really on a mission to change that. So yeah, shout out to Epic Collective and also shout out to Tracy at She Has a Deal and to Omari at Paramount Lodging. Those are kind of my hotel gurus that I go to for everything. You know, someone said to me, I believe it was Les Brown, hey, make sure your circle is right. (laughs) If you're the smartest one in your circle, you need a new circle. Sounds Mm -hmm. like you've got a pretty great circle. Yeah. I mean, I had to go get it, Eric. That wasn't always my circle, but people, I think you'd be surprised how welcoming people are if you have a genuine curiosity and are interested in a world, you know, that they're in. All right. So give us that website one more time. www.visitchronicle.com. Dr. Amina James of Zeta Phi Beta and visit chronicle.com. Thank you so much for joining us on Greekly Speaking. And if there's anything that we could help you promote in the future, don't hesitate to ping us, okay? Thanks, Eric. This was a blast. And I'll see you and your wife in Hampton this summer. Hey, you bet.